Welcome, everyone. We have a great guest today, Kevin Kraft, and we want to bring him in right now. Kevin, welcome to the show today. And Thank you, sir. Appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. And Kevin, man, looking at your bio, you've done everything, I think. I mean, you're an author, you movies, and how did you get started in this? And what... Just tell us. It's just amazing. Tell tell us what what you've been doing and what you what's going on now and 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 everything like that. Well, um, a little background. I I've been a I've been a writer for well since I was I was a kid really. Um, always loved uh, a great story and admired great storytellers. Uh, everyone from my dad who told told his Bible stories, you know, before bedtime to my my, uh, you know, kindergarten school teacher who was a great, you know, we just picture books and everything. But I always admired great storytelling and wanted from a very early age, you know, I, I, I said, I, I, I wish or I hope I can do something like that. I wish I, I hope I can tell, be a great storyteller one day. And so I started writing uh, not long after kindergarten, actually, probably about, about uh, oh, seven, eight, nine years old. I started writing my own stories. And my teachers and my, my classmates were always, you know, always interested in what I was doing you know that they apparently loved what they what they were reading and uh, so I kept writing just kept writing and kept writing it came very very naturally to me and that, that continued on until well till now actually um, movie making was something that I, I was always interested in because I you know I watch TV and movies anyway but I was always interested in how they were made and always interested in that aspect of, of storytelling itself um, and so from, so from early age, I always had a vivid imagination about what I would do, you know, if, if I if I had a, a camera or something and I would devise stories, you know, that I thought, well, I'll write. And then later on, maybe I'll make a movie, you know, movie make, movie was movie making was so expensive, even when I was in, in high school, that it was almost out of reach. But I thought maybe someday, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll sell a book and I'll make it a movie or something, you know. So, um, yeah. And then came the advent of uh, digital technology. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know that, that that put movie making in the hands of the layman, you know, and the rev of everyday man, and and, uh, and I, I'm a benefactor of that. Uh, started in movie making seriously about almost 15 years ago, working with some local uh, directors and movie makers here on their films. Uh, worked with Ty Jones on The Last Breath, which is a, I guess I guess for all intents and purposes, it's a, it's a Christian horror film. Uh, that I worked on and um, worked with uh, Jason uh, P. Hunt uh, on his films, uh, The Apology Dance, which he did locally here. Uh, so I was working, I was working uh, in, in, in front of as an actor sometimes and behind in the, the scenes as an, a, as an assistant director or, or, a, or a production assistant or, you know, that kind of thing. Just learning how things are done. Uh, studied and read and watched things on the filmmaking, so I already knew how things were done, and I just wanted to work in that in that uh, in that area. And so uh, that brings us to uh, my own movie making efforts. Uh, we formed a company, a family company called TEK Productions, uh, about 15 years ago, which has since become Heaven's Wheel. And uh, it's a I, I run it with my with my my wife and my and my four kids. Uh, we made some short films uh, and, and entered some contests and everything. We won. We won the ten scary, scary uh, minutes horror film contest, short film contest they have every year. We, we won that twice in a row. Uh, 
with my son, with, with my son producing uh, these films. Um, the first one was a was a, 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 a kind of a comedy horror feature uh, horror short called uh, "A Peel of Thunder" about a killer banana peel, and and then and then last year I think it was last year we entered uh, another one called "No Candy." In the yeah uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let, let's let's I have that. Let me show that real quick here. Okay. said you had no treats. So, <laughs> That's awesome, man. That's awesome. That was, a, that was a lot of fun. That was a challenge because um, at the time frame, the time span we had to work on, it was very, very short. We just kind of, we were, we were already uh, in the midst of uh, planning our, our first feature shoot. And you know, we came with this idea. It's like, well, do we want to do this? Do we have time? Can we do it? And there's a lot of deliberation. We said, okay, let's try it. Yeah. And the, the biggest challenge of that was doing it in one take. Wow. And that was something that was something that I suggested. Uh, when, when, uh, it was the, the day we were, we started shooting, and I thought, you know, really to do this effectively, um, I said, I wonder if we can do this in one take. And that'd actually be pretty impressive to do it in one take and you know, without all the cuts that would cover sure. up any mistakes or anything. And uh, and we did it. it I, I was I was impressed that we did it. And uh, <laughs> that's it, awesome. it, it was among the, the, the top 10 of the of the of the featured uh, shorts of that particular contest. I can't remember what the name of the contest was. That wasn't 10 scary minutes or something else. But uh, yeah. And then they commented on the thing. They did that in one take. You know? <laughs> so, that's incredible. Yeah. Wow. And my, daughter, so, my oldest daughter starred. So that was uh, that was always fun. And, and my, that's cool. My two youngest were the uh, were the ghouls. And my oldest son was the cameraman and the co-director, and I and I, I was the primary director on all that in day. one take. Wow, yeah. wow! Who, who wrote it? Who wrote it? Um, my, my, my son it? and my, my son and I wrote that. Yeah, you we wrote, wrote that, that together. Okay, and uh, so wow. that, that was, it was it was a real joint effort with that one. So I bet. Oh man, that's really cool. So you mainly do what, like short films and that kind of thing? Is that right is now? It? Right now, yeah. Well, I mean, we just do short films just because it's it's great great practice getting behind the lens mm -hmm. and finding out how we work together. And uh, everything. So, but we're getting ready to shoot our, our first feature. Wow! Uh, uh, th th this spring, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna start rolling out principal photography on that. So, we're excited yeah. about that. Awesome! Awesome! And um, so, it, w when uh, when you do that movie, uh, is that gonna be like? Is it gonna be on a platform, or how how would that be released? We're discussing 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 that right now. Um, how we went there, we have a number of options to us. We thought about maybe four-walling it just to get some uh, viewer response and everything, uh, maybe at a festival or something. Um, right. But there are a number of there are a number of platforms uh, we have, we can choose from. I, I've I've contacted uh, I think Pureflix 
about nice. about what we wanted to do. And he said, hey, yeah, by all means, if, if, if you when you get it done, please let us see it. We'd love to be the first to consider it, you know, so that's awesome. That's one that's platform. Is, is that well. a horror one as well or, is, or no? It's a I wouldn't call it horror. I'd, I'd call mm-hmm. it a, a, a thriller. Yeah. It's based. Yeah. It's based upon my my my, my novel uh, Momo, actually. Okay, right. Yeah, there let's talk about that. There you go. Oh yeah. We, we um, can, and you can get that one on Amazon and Amazon. Yep, all my books we can get on Amazon. But yeah, awesome. it's based on based on my my book on Momo, uh, which was a screenplay years ago, and then uh, uh, we tried to get it. We, we tried to, to get interest in uh, making it as a motion picture then, but that just never quite took off. There was some there was some bites. But nobody, nothing didn't actually take off. I think it's a matter of timing too, because during during the interim, um, my son, my family grew up, my, my kids grew up, and then my my son wanted to get into filmmaking, and then he came to me and and said, "Hey, mind if I take a stab at a at producing this?" And I said, "Go for it," you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe I need some some young blood behind it now. You know? <laughs> right, right. And then so he's producing, um, and then he asked me awesome. to direct. We we, we worked on re, uh, refining the screenplay. And uh, we trimmed it down because we're making it in house. We're just the family making it now, so we we, we trimmed out a lot of the uh, a lot of lot of a lot of stuff in it, and uh, brought it down to just two actors, myself and, and my youngest son, who's co-starring with me. And then uh, Tyler's Tyler's uh, producing. He's the cinematographer. He's the special effects guy. So he's got the we're getting the creature underway, you know, because it's a creature feature. So it's a it's a yeah, it's a lot of fun. And everybody else has has their departments that, that they're working in as well. So it's a, it's a pretty, we're pretty excited about the endeavor and I think it's going to be really, really good. That's awesome. So your brand is, it is it mainly all the time going to be thrillers or not necessarily? Not necessarily. Uh, I, there's a, a lot of my books uh, have uh, started out as screenplays or vice versa. They start out as, as screenplays and then I wrote them as books. So I always have, I always, I always think with a cinematic mind when I, even when I'm writing my novels, uh, I think, you know, this would be a great movie, you know? And uh, so I, I, I'd like to see uh, I'd like to see us do, uh, you know, an action adventure like a Dober of the Bottlenecker, which is another one of my another one of my books. <laughs> awesome. How, how many books do you have, so, Kevin? I have right now I have uh, let's see the three Dobro books, Momo and S. So right now I've got five that are that are actually available. Um, I'm going to be re-releasing uh, on uh, some other books that, that I've, I've self-published in the past, and then I and then they just went out of print or just took them. You know, I took I left the platform, so we're going to be uh, re-releasing some of those some of those books uh, this year. And uh, I've got new books that I'm writing. I got a sci a, a science fantasy that I, that I'm that I'm I've just nice. penned that uh, that I'm going to be uh, releasing next year. So. Uh, yeah, so it's a a lot of different genres. I, it's hard to it's hard to pick. It's hard to to nail me down on a single genre. I mean, that sometimes I, I even reinvent it. So, 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 Kevin, how does that how does that get you come up with an idea? Like, do you, like do you are you like sleeping in the middle of the night and you wake up and you say, "All oh, this, I, I need to do this," or <clears throat> excuse me, do you have to like, uh, if you, are you somewhere and you see something? How do you come up with an idea for a story? Oh, in a number of ways. Uh, Sometimes it'll be, uh, in many cases, it's, it's an idea that I came up with when I was a kid and just now, wow. you know, fleshing it out, writing it out or something. Uh, so I, I've always had a really active imagination. Vivid I was going to say, yeah. There's, wow. there's, never, there's never been a, a shortage of, uh, of uh, material for me to, 
you know, that was a big, huge file in my head of, of ideas that I've, uh, that so I that's, that's, that's literally a gift from God. That's uh, literally a gift from God. It wow. Is, it is. That I, that's is one awesome. thing I'm really thankful for, you know? So I, I could, you know, I could have, I could be somewhere where I'm just sitting and doing nothing. I've, I've been there. I've been actually in places like that when I was sick or ill or injured where I just mm-hmm. can't do anything, you know, but I, I'm never bored because I always, I can always think about something, you know, something that, that I, an idea that I want to work on or that I want to write or something, you know, so there's ne- never a shortage of, uh, of uh, material for me to, to cultivate. You know, so. Now, now this, does this also, um, do you try to target, um, uh, with your faith to reach out to unbelievers as well does it does that does that seem to have you come across that at all sure. yeah uh uh my my books just because i i, I write them they they are extensions of, of of my sensibilities they are extensions of my my belief and my worldview and my, and my faith and so but i don't i don't i don't uh how do i put this Many people write their material with a particular message or point in mind. I don't. I don't do that. What I usually do is I usually uh, uh, invent or create characters, uh, usually Christian characters, um, you know. And then I, I create these characters, and, and then I plug them in some sort of extraordinary situation to see how they react as believers. And so that's kind of that. that that's kind that's of how, how, yeah. That's that's, how I approach my work. Yeah. And uh, that, that may take a little more explanation. I don't know, but it, it no, I, I know, I know what you mean. Yeah, that's definitely you. You planted a seed right there, right? Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. And and I found uh, with the response uh, from my readers is that I'll hear from non-believers who who say, "Man, I, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a believer in that, but I get what you're saying, and I appreciate the way you said it." You know, awesome. Uh, awesome. The, the, any, any message comes organically through the through the reaction. Or the behavior of the characters in in the stories, and that's the best way to to get that message out. Not by beating somebody over the head with the Absolutely. Bible and scripture like that, but right. let's see how a Christian reacts yep. in this situation. Let's see how a Christian reacts if they encounter an incredible situation where they're being pursued by a monster. Let, right. Let's see how a Christian would react if they if if yeah. they are if they are crippled or wounded in an assassination attempt and their entire family is wiped out. And then they have an opportunity to go after the guy that 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 did that to them, you know. Uh, how would a Christian react to that, you know? So I'm always thinking that's, about that. And that's awesome. uh, yeah, because you know the non-believers are watching us, Kevin. They're watching, you yeah. know, and they they want to see how we react to things. That's a great way exactly. to do that. Exactly. And, and, and that's you're attracting them, and you're planting a seed. You're witnessing to them, man. Maybe you, you maybe not realize it, but you are, because you don't know down the road, it may. Uh, build up their curiosity they may do you know seek more you know what i mean you just yeah. never know they may fall in love with one of your characters and say hey that that character's a christian you know and how do they do that how can i do that you know yeah. Yeah. man that is just awesome yeah thanks really, I've, really uh, awesome yeah i think uh, i've uh momo is one that really evoked a lot of response from both christians and non-christians because the, the center of the story is a father and, and his son and how they respond and how, you know, with each other and you know, to respond to the situation of being trapped in this cabin, you know, with this monster outside and how, how do they deal with that? And that it's a discussion that they have throughout that entire process that people respond to. And I've had, I got a real long email from somebody that said, man, this made me think of my father 
you know, and and uh, and, and everything, and, and and my relationship with my son, and I'm like, wow, that is great. I never thought that it would, you know, it had that kind of response. Yeah. But people people respond, and 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 it came about organically. It's like again, it wasn't a, a beating you over the head with a message. It was, this is what these people do in the situation, and can you yeah. relate? Yeah, you don't have to beat somebody over the head. Number one, I think it's a big turnoff. You yeah, know, uh, and, and it's just all by example, how you live the life that God wants you to live. Exactly. We, we all make mistakes. Exactly. Christ, Christians make mistakes. I, I sin every day. You sin every day. We all sin every day. It's just the only difference is we're forgiven. And we just have to share the message and, and tell people they can be forgiven, too. And what a great way that you're doing that. That is just fantastic. Thank you very much. Oh, man, I, I'm going to definitely be checking these books out. My wife's a reader, too, so I'll tell her about it. And then, oh, great. Yeah, please yeah, do. Absolutely. Please do. We'll, we'll, I'm going to put all this information in the show notes to get everybody to check you out. Excellent. So, how, Kevin, you know, being with the background now that you're doing with uh, movies and that kind of thing, and, you know, that's a great ministry. Sounds like it's growing. You must be heartbroken how you see Hollywood is today. You must be heartbroken how you see what it's turned out to be today. It's so corrupt. It's so evil. Uh, I believe uh, the Lord is going to really expose Hollywood for what it is. You see it. I mean, you 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 hear whistleblowers. Mm -hmm. That th that must really break your heart. It, it does, does me. It does. It, and it all and it has. I uh, I I was uh, I I stu I, stu I studied you know, personally. I, I studied filmmaking in Hollywood for. A lot of years, and then uh, it's like when you get past the uh, the fascination of, you know, movie making itself, and you get you get into the behind the scenes aspects of it, you know, like how a movie came to be made, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm, and there, mm -hmm. there's a lot of a lot of awful things that have happened that uh, and and that are that continue to happen, you know, and it seems like just you know little by little, God is drawing back that curtain mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and exposing a lot of, like I said, a lot of the corruption and uh, the perversion and stuff, you know, it's just, it's just, it's, yeah. it's really, it's really sad. It's, you know, it, it seems like these days things coming out of Hollywood, it seems like they're trying to outdo one another in how crass, how mm -hmm. corrupt, how pornographic, how anti-Christian, how evil one yes. person can be over another. And it's like, it's, it's like a virtue in some ways to them, you know, it's like, let's see how bad we can be and see if we can get it out there among the general population and everything. That's and, why, uh, that's why I believe Kevin, that, that that's the, the Satan, that's, that's what he's using. Yeah, that That's, yeah, that's his yeah. part of his media is, is Hollywood. Yeah. I, I think, I think that what I, it's ironic that he's called in the Bible, the prince of the power of the air. It's like, I wonder if God meant airways when he, when he, when he, when he, when, yeah. when, when that was written, it's like, it was, cause it's like, that's, it seems where that, that, that's their medium, like yep. airways, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, that, um, that, that's how he gets yeah. his message across, you know? Exactly. How he but, gets but, I, but I think, I, but I, but I think it's important that, uh, you know, I think one of the problem, one of the things, problems I think is that Christians had at least briefly, um, abandoned TVs and motion pictures to, you know, to the devil, to the world. And just said we don't want it. We don't want any part of it. When in, instead of seeing it as an opportunity to, to to tell our stories, to tell our, you know, to uh, to tell, uh, express our beliefs, you know, which is what I always thought it, that it should be, you know. And uh, I think we're kind we're kind of playing catch up now, mm -hmm. uh, as far as uh, you know the you know the, the stories we tell and uh, the quality of stories we tell, you know, 
for a long time, you know, Christian films were second and third rate films, you know, and, and it was always embarrassing. It's like, and I always, even as a kid, when, when I go to Youth for Christ meetings and I'd see some of the movies that were made, the best ones were like, I was always like, man, we could do better. Why don't we do better? You know, it right, seems like they're right. more interested in getting the message than making a good movie with a message. Right. And so, uh, and so I, I thought for a long time, it's like, man, well, we've we got to do better. We've got to be better. We got to, we got to give the world our best creative efforts. You, know, you will, than, you will, Kevin, and you are, you are doing that. God you. is using you. And you, you. I, I guarantee you, man, you ain't seen nothing yet. What he's going to do with you. Thanks. Guaranteed. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. And I'm excited that I, and I, I feel honored with the, with the, uh, you know, with what God has given me as far as the opportunity to, to do what we're doing. And I, I honestly do, th- I honestly do believe, I think God is, God is, and there are other, cre- there are other creative people out there as well that I'm, I'm familiar with. That I think will also, mm-hmm. I'm part of a movement of Christian creatives who sees, you know, our job ahead of us is like, this is what we need to do. We need to get mm-hmm. good, great movies, excellent quality movies out there that express our worldview. And, and that's the mission of, of Heaven's Wheel is, you know, is to create, you know, you know, biblically centered, you know, films uh, that express that view, you know, in, in an excellent way. And so, uh, yeah, so we're just, you know, we're, we're, we're praying and, you know, we just said, Lord, just guide us where you want us to go and uh, open the doors, you know. Do you have, do you have like a, where do you take donations to help your company at this time? Have we, have, we, like haven't. we don't at this time. We've considered that maybe opening up our uh, our efforts to like crowdfunding or something like that mm-hmm. uh, that's an ongoing ongoing conversation you know so we're, set, we're certainly open to yeah. that if that's if that's what lord the lord you know wants us to do definitely amen, amen. Uh, so amen. yeah what what have you ever come across this idea kevin what if you you had a conversation with someone who has such a great testimony that God did in their lives. Have you ever thought about writing about that story from someone or creating a movie? Have you ever come across that yet? Yeah. Uh, I've, I've met a few people uh, with those kinds of stories. Um, haven't, haven't undertaken anything like that yet, but I have, yeah, I have met people who's like, man, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a, for instance, uh, and this is this is probably more of a, of a documentary type project, but uh, yeah, I don't know if you remember the the Christian group, the Imperials. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was I was a big fan of them, and I I for years, you know, for decades, and I thought, man, nobody's ever done a retrospective of the of the Imperials. You know, I'm like, now that if there's one Christian group that deserves that, it's that with the history they've had, it's that. You know, so so that's something that I I'd, I'd, I'd love to see. Um, done uh, but there are also people that who's I'm just I just know that this lived extraordinary lives you know just everyday everyday people you think they're everyday people but when you hear the story you're like wow really mm-hmm. God mm-hmm. brought you through that mm-hmm. and uh, you know I'd, I'd love to see their lives you know uh, depicted on on the screen yeah. as well you know yeah. so so I, I keep looking for those, op- those opportunities and we'll see what God does uh, right now we're just doing fictional narratives but uh, who knows what the future holds yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was just wondering, cause I know you probably come across a lot of people and I'm sure you've mm-hmm. heard a lot of stories, Indeed. even, even with my wife and, and I have our own personal life. I've man, if we had time I could share with you, it's like, wow. <laughs> you know, oh, it's a, it's, I'd love to hear it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, we'll have to do a meet sometime and talk about it, but let's do that. Um, what about, um, there's one guy out in Hollywood. Um, I think he's coming out with a second movie, uh, Mel Gibson, what, do you, what are your feelings about him when he did The Passion of the Christ? What were your feelings about that? I thought it, I, I thought it, it, it was great. Um, 
Yeah, I, 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 it's it's one of those films. It's hard to say. I really enjoyed that film because it was depicted of the, the crucifixion of Christ. I could only it, watch it once, man. I could I, exactly, exactly. It, it, my it was, point. It was too much for me. Yeah, I it, got so emotional, Kevin. I almost wanted to uh, jump out of the the seat in the theater and yell, "Quit beating on him! Stop yeah, it!" You know, yeah. it was that real. It was that. I, I yeah, I can uh, relate. That that is a film that I I can only I can only watch once. It's not something I go out and watch again. No, it was just so heartrending. You know. Yes. Yeah. But it was. A, it, it, I thought. It, I thought as far as the film goes, I thought it, it was one of the best. You know, it was mm -hmm. it was as realistic as you dare to get, and uh, it kind of you know brought brought home the you know the you know the fact that well, this is what Jesus did, and mm -hmm. you know what it, it it was a lot worse. Yes, in, in real life. So I was like, my goodness, you know? we can't, yeah, we can't imagine what it would really. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. can imagine. And um, my my my, I uh, got a block in my brain here. Who, who was the character that played Jesus in that movie? What was his name? Uh, James Caviezel. Yeah, have you heard the story? His story, his testimony, where he, ex yeah, experienced some of that pain mm -hmm. that that Christ did, and he, mm -hmm. he just felt, you know, that that God did that on purpose. You know, yeah, it's, yeah. what a testimony that uh, that guy yeah. has too. You know, yeah, that was incredible. Yeah, incredible, so. and my understanding, I think they're working on a sequel to, a sequel, uh, yeah, uh, to Resurrection. So that that'll mm -hmm. be very very interesting to see that. Yes. Yeah, and and Mel Gibson, I think he got blackballed from Hollywood. Didn't they give him a hard time about that? They did. They yeah. did. Yeah, they didn't want him to, to make it. I think he, he put his own money into it. I think. Yeah, yeah, and I think he has his own company now, so he probably mm -hmm. says, "I really don't need you anyway." And he's right. just, wow. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My, my hats off. My hats are hats off to him for doing that. that was Absolutely. A very and, brave thing to do. And I heard, and that came out in 2004, and I heard that a lot of people got saved from that movie. A lot wow. of people, yeah. That's great. So, you yeah. know, there you go. There's what God does, you know. That's right. And, you know, if we just do what he says and listens and, you know, um, wow. Just, just, just me, Kevin. I do this little teeny tiny podcast, and, I, it, and it's just, it's, it's God's platform. It's not mine. Mm. Meet a lot of people, uh, people like you. You can help others. And, um I started this just to make a long story short. It was back in July and I did it just to, I was frustrated with the sleeping Christian church and what, what's happened to our country and, mm -hmm. you know, where the church just seemed to let the, that was my calling where the church just seemed to let the country just go aside. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, no, so, so, so we all have our, our calling from God. It's just a matter of, you know, what, you know, just keep contact with him and what he wants us to do. Right. You know, that's right. It's just, wow. That's, Amen. that's that's incredible, man. Wow. What a, that is just so, so you literally lived out your dream since a kid. <clears throat> yeah. Basically. Um, not in the not at the speed or at the, sure. at, the, at the level that I that I that I still hope to, but definitely God has uh has gave me a vision early on and he's led me in in his time to where we're at. And so yeah, you can yeah, I'm really yeah. I'm I I'm I'm probably uh, at the most uh, <clears throat> creative uh, than, I've, than I've been in my life right now. And I'm enthusiastic and I'm excited and I'm like, okay, God, you know, <clears throat> one of the keys to me, for me to get, get to this place was when I finally got to the point where I said to myself, where the Lord drove home to me, you know, it's not about, it's not about me. It's not about Kevin. It's about the Lord. Amen. You know, take, I take my ego out of it, take my own ambition out of it. And just follow the Lord, and yeah. the Lord, and the Lord says, "Okay, now I can work with you." Yeah, and he and he opens up doors for you that you never thought exactly. would be open. He sends people 
that cross your path in life that can help you or you help them, you know, exactly. you know, and just me doing this little podcast thing. I met a lot of people already, you know, it's just mm-hmm. incredible. You know, we stay contacted, you know, it's just, cause you never know, you know, uh, you could help them. They could help you and that kind of thing. Right. So it's just that's what it's all about, you know, absolutely. That's, that's what it's all about. And that's what the Lord wants us to do. Yeah. Amen. Wow. That's it. You were saying like, uh, you, you didn't want, uh, it was later than you thought that you wanted to do to do this. Yeah, you, you think about it like this. That's what I do. It, that just wasn't your timing. God has right. the perfect window for us when He wants to do it. Exactly. I mean, it may be the latter part of your life. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know, that's true. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. God's timing is always perfect. He's he he may seem slow, but he's always on time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's like, Lord. And then I have to remind myself, oh, you did it before. Of course, you're going to do it again. Yeah. You, you know, that kind of thing. Exactly. But Exactly. You know, and, and it could be that, you know, he wants us to grow more when we're younger. Today's today's society, I think, is, you know, what, what the first thing they say to you when you're in elementary school? What do you want to be when you grow up? Yeah. And, you know, and that yeah. kind of thing. And, and I, I think that, you know, with society, they think like you need to do something right away when you're young. You need to mm-hmm. you know, reach that goal. And that's not necessarily true. God mm-hmm. uses people. I know a lot of people who are like in their seniors and they're doing stuff now. Mm-hmm. It doesn't yeah. mean it's the end, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm well in, in, into, my, into, my, into my 50s and I'm, I'm just now starting to realize, you know, that dream, you know, and what sure. I want to do, you know. So and it's like and it's perfect now, you know. Uh, yeah, just in the situation that we're in, you know, I'm working with my family and I'm not doing it my, on my own. Uh, and, every, and, every, and so it's, it's, it's I'm, I'm, I'm in it with a, with my family, which is a team, you know, effort. Uh, oh, so I don't, yeah. I don't feel like all the pressure's on me. You know? Right. Right. And yeah. then you find joy in that. It's so yeah, important it to is. have that joy, you, you know, exactly. Exactly. And, and to have a, it's kind of like a business. Like you said, it's kind of like, you, you know, your movie business but you're really, you're totally, you know, it's God's business. You're working for him exactly. and you just, exactly. It's just a whole different feeling. Don't you it think? Is. It yeah. is. It sure yeah. is. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So, so do, are, do you have any new books that are going to be coming out soon or are you still in the works um, of having ideas or? Yeah. Uh, I've, I've, well, I've got, a, I've got a few things. I've got the fourth book and the Dobro series coming out in September. Uh, so I'm working on that now. Uh, I'm going to be, I'm going to be re-releasing the first two books of the W3 crew, which is a, a, a like a series, an adventure series, uh, for, um, upper middle schoolers, you know, um, but everybody, but adults love the books too. So I'm going to really re-releasing those and then writing a third one to complete that trilogy. And then I've got a, a science fantasy that I'm, I've, I've, I've actually, it's pretty much done. Now I'm just going through the revision process that I'll be releasing probably next year, I'm thinking, although I'd love to do it before. Um, but we're going to release that as, as a line of uh, books for younger readers um, that we're going to be releasing probably by the end of the year, I think. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, so I've got some things I'm working on. And my wife and I are, are I'm working with my wife and her sister on a, on a book series. Oh, um, mysteries. Uh, yeah. So, um, and I've got some, some bigger, epic, more epic um, book projects for the, next couple of years I'm going to be working on uh, that while well, I'm not working on movies. <laughs> but, oh man. So you don't have writer's block, do you? <laughs> no, no, I really don't. 
If anything, I'm stuffed up as a, as a writer. You know, I got so much stuff that so many things that I can wow. write. Wow, that's something to be thankful for. More than, more than I can ever write in my lifetime. But, uh, that's awesome. So, do you, um, when you release a book, do you go to local bookstores near your area to get it promoted? Do you try to do that? Or no, um, I, 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 I self published through Amazon and Kindle. Okay. So, uh, so but I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning now. I'm learning ways to get. Uh, my books into the libraries, uh, right. local bookstores. Local bookstores is, is a is a little different. There's a mm -hmm. I'm still learning how to do how how to do that. How to, how to sure sure about that. But I love to see sure. them in in some Christian bookstores and and, uh, and Barnes and Noble and everything. So we'll, right. see, we'll see if we can kinda, make that happen. The bookstores are really kind of hard to find now because yeah, um, are. even the Christian bookstores aren't around hardly anymore. You know they're, know. Hard, to find, they're hard to find too, which is yeah. sad. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Wow, man. This was such an exciting conversation. And I, I just uh, thank you so much for coming on. And uh, well, thank you for having me on. Um, great. Oh, man. And you know, I'd love to have you back again if you haven't, if you, you know, when you get closer to your new releases and your movies and everything oh, else. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll, let, let, I'll certainly keep you, keep you yeah, updated. On yeah. Keep, keep me posted, man. That's, that's really great. And I'll definitely be sharing this with everyone. Um, about you because uh, i know a lot of uh people that love to read christians you know information and stuff and i, I know they would love to do that my wife loves the mystery stuff and everything so oh, great, great so, yeah man and any final like thoughts uh could you give some advice of someone let's say they let they want to um do what you want to do and they don't um, know about how about doing it they, they they feel they have a gift of writing yeah what advice could you give them um, I actually, I actually, actually teach a, teach a, a course on, uh, on how to start, how to begin oh, wow. writing a novel. I think uh, if I could give one bit of advice to somebody like that is to, uh, understand that writing a, a novel, uh, is a tremendous undertaking. It's nothing that, that, that happens easy. Even, even for those of us who are gifted to do it, it's not easy. Mm -hmm. So understand first that it, that it takes a lot of work. And then if you understand that and, and, if that's what you feel uh, driven to do, realize that you can do it, and that there is a way to do it, and right. find out how, how to and find out how to do that. So, wow, that's great advice. Great advice. Thanks, man. Thanks for coming on today, man. And God My bless pleasure, you. Sir. I'm going to be praying for your ministry, and it's going to grow. You know, I it's going it. to grow. It's going to grow. Don't hang up on me. I'm just going to say goodbye to everybody, and and we're we're going to talk real quick. Okay. All right. Sounds good. All righty. All right, guys, it was great having Kevin Kraft on. He, what a wonderful guy. We'll look at the show notes and uh, check out his book, his movies. What a gifted guy he is, and we thank him for coming on. You all have a great day, and God bless you.